Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew. And Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot out! <laughs> Hey guys, can you hear me? Yes, I can. We can. All right, hear you. let's get it moving. Thanks. I think I think this is Hamilton. I think they're getting Hamilton. Let's go, Mickey. What do you think they're going for? Mickey Loomis type stuff. I think this is going to be Hamilton. All right. Can you hear me, Ralph? I can hear you just fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I think let, it's let Andrew and, 
Let Andrew and Sean uh, and uh, I think Kalave. I think they pa- I think they panicked. And I think it's they got a live it, guys. We're live on space. It took a little second, but we're here. I I, I already know who I already know. Mickey Loomis can never help himself. Who is it? Tell us. They, you can tell took, us. They took Andrew. Olave. They took Olave. Chris Olave. Chris Olave is a New Orleans Saint. <laughs> All right. All right. Interesting that the Saints trade up here. I mean, you don't think they could have waited? You don't think they could have let him fall a little bit well, more? Well, the, the good the good news is, from what I'm told, they kept the 19th pick. They did. So we will. They tr- yes. But now I want. To, I don't know. I, I still. I still want them to trade down with that 19th pick. You want them to trade down? Yeah, with so the 19th. It looks, pick. Like, it looks like the Saints gave Washington the 49th, the 16th, the third round pick, and the fourth. Woo! Repeat that, oh, Andrew. Gave them the f- so they keep their second, they keep their second round pick, but they gave up the third yeah. round pick and the fourth sixth round pick and yeah. sixteen. Yeah. So we. That's right. That is a lot. I mean, so that's why I'd like to see them trade down and maybe get some of those picks back. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Really, I mean, some serious. Yeah. I mean, well, for Chris Olave, I mean, Ralph, I, I did tell you that Olave was the number one receiver on their board. You did. So I, I, I think the yes. Saints, look, I, I think from Mickey Loomis's standpoint, I think he's got to be pretty happy about this. Yeah. In the sense that Olave was the third receiver taken. Yeah. And they were fortunate to get him because, you know, Falcons did them a solid by taking Drake London. And then Garrett Wilson was picked by, I, I believe it was the Jets. And so I, I think, you know, the Saints are kind of looking at, the, at this as like, wow, we traded up and, and we were able to get the number one. They believe he's the best receiver in the draft and they were able to get him as the third receiver. By the yeah, way, tells up 85-82, 85-82. No, oh, my God. God. No. Apocalypse or noise upon us. <laughs> I mean, I mean. What is going on in this draft? Just make the damn pick. What this is? Gonzalez is having this whole conversation. Let's just go. Come on. What the hell? I mean that. <coughs> um, that is a lot to give up to move up by five spots, Andrew. A lot. Let let uh, let Sean Orleans speak. He's requested to speak. Let Kevin speak. <laughs> You give Dave hosting yeah. duties and not me. I'm, it was, I was here first. Yeah, that's right. That's there right. Kevin, it's another year. It's another year. It's another trade up. What are we going to do? The violins. I don't have the yeah, violins. Seriously. All yeah, of the violins. I know. It <laughs> was so five cool. goddamn so slots, five picks. They couldn't have waited. They couldn't have waited for for Chris. I mean, look, I know I'm, there I'm were with, three Kevin. there were three it. offensive tackles picked. There were two wide receivers. The Saints got happy feet in the pocket and started panicking. This was a panic move. This was a panic decision. I don't care if he was number one on their board. You wait for shit to come to you. And, and are, now, you new are you new here, dude? And they gave they gave that shit bag owner of the commanders a haul. They gave they gave him a third and a fourth to move up five. 
it's five spaces. I know. I, I, it's I an hate absolute it. joke. An this absolute they, joke. Olave Garden. Michael Thomas. Great. Great. It, 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 Olave Garden better be starting. <laughs> better be starting game one. And not only had he better be starting, this guy better be getting double-digit touchdowns, 1,200 yards receiving. This guy ought to be in discussion for rookie of the year when you trade up like this to get to get a position like this on offense. Well, this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. This guy better slay some fucking dragons on the flight down here is what I'm saying. And... and Dave is correct. This team needs to immediately look to trade down from 19 because otherwise it is a fuck. It, otherwise, it's going to be a long wait to 49 and then an even longer wait after that. This team the- has a lot of has still has holes to fill. And so basically, Olave needs to fucking kill it in order to justify this move. Well, no, I'll I'll say this, Kevin, on the, on the Rich Hill on the Rich Hill trade chart, the Saints gave up 361 points. Washington's 11 pick is 358. So, like they didn't know they didn't overpay. They didn't. They, it, they they bet they got it about cost. It wasn't a discount. Maybe they you know a couple points here. It was about right. Like, but it, yeah, but it, but it, I think I think more to Kevin's point. I think it's more like it just wasn't necessary. Like, mm. oh, like it's 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 only it's only mm. necessary. It's only it's only a good move. Like Kevin said, if Olave is really that great. Uh, he ha- it's it's the same thing as like Marcus Davenport and Peyton Turner. You know, when you trade up for these guys, it puts this you know, extra guys, presser. Guys, it- Ralph, I, I swear to God, man, it's like it's like these guys forget what the Saints' passing offense looks like. <laughs> it's right. It's right. I mean, I, I get last, that, but we're supposed last. to. Be- no, 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 no. Like, like, do we need to do we need to go watch some games together, Dave? No. See what what Trevor Simeon and and uh, Taysom Hill had to work with. Do you, do you want to turn on the Ian Book game? Here, I got 
<laughs> That's not fair. I got yeah, Ian. The, we the got Ian book game is not want, fair. Do you want some Kenny Stills highlights? I'll, I'll, I'll show you some highlights <laughs> of your boy, Little Jordan. Here, we got right. people that want right. to talk. We got Jason. That's kind of, a, Jason, kind of a fair point. Jason Champagne, the Saints, they did a Saints type activity. You know, they they did what they do, man. This is this is the Saints, man. It's what they do. They trade up. Absolutely, but you know what? When you see what the next pick is going to be, you'll see why they had to do it. If you guys want to know, <laughs> okay, tell me. No, yeah, tell so us. The they, Lions, they... the Lions traded up to twelve. They gave up 32, 34, and sixty-six. And took Jamison Williams. Wow. So if oh the Saints God. didn't get in at 11, we right. might have missed out on a receiver at yeah. 16. That makes, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. And, you know, like like we talked. That is terrible. I mean, for pre-draft, we talked. We talked about how there's going to be a run on, you know, certain positions, offensive tackle, wide receiver, and that's when teams are going to be trading up. We just didn't talk about the Saints being one of those teams that were actually going to be involved in, in the trading up and freaking out because, uh, you know, uh, one of their guys is starting to go. So, who did the uh, Lions trade up with? They traded up with Minnesota. Yeah, so it was Minis- Minnesota. Trade. Wow, a division rival, and you hand them, they- you hand them those kind of picks. That, I, that, I, I, my God, I, I'd be, I would be putting the GM on a catapult and firing <laughs> him in, in, in the Lake Michigan. I mean, here's the well, thing, he though. If you for tra- the Rams, so F the picks. If you're gonna trade, if you're gonna trade with a division rival and you want it, you kind of have to let them, uh, uh, rape you, trade rape. And if you if you watch the league, they got trade raped. <laughs> the Lions. I mean, you know, what do you want to say? I know, I know, it's not politically correct, but if you if you watch the league, no, it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a that's, all right, okay, but, but, all right, yeah, well, from the league. Look, look, I, I think now that we know, the Lions were basically taking a lave. I mean, there, there's no way the Lions would have passed on a lave and taken Jameson Williams yeah. there, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, they they traded up, they gave up picks to go get a guy that's got a torn ACL, and they're probably going to have to wait until November for him to hit his stride. So. I, a I, very I, Lions move. A very Lions move. But at the end of the day, get Olave. We have been clamoring, gentlemen, for a receiver since the end of time. That's right. And, 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 the, and the Saints finally make it happen. By the way, they get a good player. And, and, and look, the whole the, the trade, this, that, like it's all decoration. At the end of the day, when you're drafting, Ralph, what do I always say? Just get good players. Just get good players in the building. Olave is freaking awesome. He is a terrific receiver. They mm-hmm. did what they needed to do. They made it happen. They got him in the freaking building. And okay, you know and- what? And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, I don't have to watch little Jordan Humphrey run routes this year. All right, all right. We don't need to be taking shots at my son, okay? But, uh, but. I mean, basically, you're telling me that this is we uh, we should feel different about this than Marcus Davenport or Peyton Turner as far as like trading up to get a guy they want. This is different because Olave is uh, a sure thing, right? Like Marcus Davenport, that was that was a random I did thing. Not, I did, he was I don't he know was if he you was. Remember my reaction last year, but I did I not do, like yes. the Peyton Turner pick. Right, because, I did not. That's Peyton, right, right, because Peyton I because love the Olave pick. Okay, well that no no that's that's Chris that's what Olave I'm saying. Is in the Saints building makes right. me 
Makes you what? Makes, yeah, he yeah. dropped. He dropped. I don't know. Here's the thing. I but feel better I about, about the trade say- now. I feel better about the trade knowing that Detroit gave up everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes me feel better too. I mean, listen, the Saints. I'll feel even better if this guy goes 1,210. Well, here's the, here's the thing, though. And, and I think the Saints, they were correct in their assumption they were like, we got to move up to get Alave. Oh, he's not going to be there at 16. And you can argue whether you thought they should have waited and it's not that big. Like, Loomis was right. Like, they, Olave wasn't going to be there. So, like, you can say they paid too much or whatever. But they weren't wrong that they had to go. Like, they had to make this decision now to get Olave. You like that, bang, You can't bang on the table. Like, it, it, receiver for the last three years like fans have been doing and then complain when they trade up to get the best one. I'm sorry it doesn't work both ways. Pick a lane, Saints. No, no, no. No, no, no. Wrong. Watch me. Watch me, Juge. Well, actually, actually, I tell you what. Don't don't just watch me. Listen to me. <laughs> I get that you're angry, but, you know, I, at some point, like, like, fool me. Fool me like seven times. Shame on me at this point. Like, were you expecting something different, Kevin? Are you new here? Like, it's what? What? What happened to your sauces? What happened to your sauces, Juge? Uh, I mean, it, it, it was right. Uh, it love it. it. Was the number uh, receiver on the ball? Uh, 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 Juge, uh, I don't think that the I don't think that the Saints are going to trade down. I think they're just going to trade up. I think they're just going to stand pat. Um, um, I think the team's happy where they are. Yeah, I'm never, I'm, I, I, I will, I will never, the Saints will never trade down. It's just, it doesn't matter who the coach is. This also <laughs> proves that I don't think Peyton think and, and they, Dennis Allen have anything 19. to do with this. this, this, this I think, is, I think they might at nine. Here's the thing. You need, who's available. I, I want them to, they have to please sh- trade down, either you trade need, down and get a first round pick next year or trade down and get the picks you just gave up. But please just here's because otherwise what we're gonna have four picks in this draft here's the here's the thing though dave you need you need a you need a partner to trade down that's what you you need a partner to do it i know i know you know and i just i don't know uh if the saints uh if they have if they'll have a partner to do it i just i don't know you know so yes. when, when is the appropriate? I mean, I, I feel like Thomas is going to run wild with the Alave Garden. Yeah. Well, we have to. I mean, we are. I mean, contractually obligated. Uh, we need Alave Garden segments. Oh, I mean, show. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we're going to run it into the ground. You, you need Everybody, to. You need you to get guys, those parody really, shirts out tomorrow. Yeah, y'all are really going to be sick of this. Alave. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So the Saints pick at 19, so that's like 50 minutes from now. We're staying on this thing until they pick again? Oh, God, no, man. (laughs) I I, I need a (laughs) drink. No, we're going to – I don't know. It's a long. It's a long way. It's a long way to go. We'll probably. We'll probably. No, we didn't. We didn't plan on the trade up. No, we why. didn't. We should. I mean, totally we should have. That. The thing is, you, 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 you know, it's coming, but you, 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 you can't like predict when it would happen. I, I thought. I really thought when C, when Seattle was on the clock, I set. I started to set up 
but uh, then I got distracted by the Pelicans. Well, thank God you didn't accidentally publish that. <laughs> no, I wasn't publish. I was just setting up the spaces, you know. But you know, it, it's interesting because I, I think it's it's clear, and and this just goes to show, man. Like, yeah. when the draft happens, like you don't know how it's going to play out, and then you kind of react in real time to like what what you think you need to do, and and very clearly there was this run at receivers like Drake London went and then Garrett Wilson. And that like opened the floodgate Mm -hmm. and teams started calling. They were trying to move up. And like the saints felt like they had to pull the trigger to move up to get their guys. So they go get a lave and immediately the lions panic trade and do Jamison Williams. It was boom, boom, boom. And so man, it happens fast. And the saints felt like they had to pounce and react. So um, look, I'm glad he's in the building. building. Yeah. I mean, I mean, me too. Ralph. I mean, uh, how long have we been asking for this? Yeah, I don't know. This, this, this better. I, I'm hoping that because we have Mike Thomas, they're both Ohio State guys. Uh, I am hoping that Michael Thomas better play nice. I'll tell you well, that. That's one. That's one. But I'm also hoping. Yes, that's that's huge. Uh, but I would also hope that like that's that's gonna like just make everything exponentially better. Like that's going to help Olave uh, get better faster. That's going to motivate Michael Thomas and make him better. So I'm hoping that like, you know, not only is it an improvement and an upgrade just because of Chris Olave being in the building, but also maybe a little boost to Michael Thomas uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we're my, I guess my hope here is that we're kind of getting a two for one deal here. I mean, I, I do think – well, here's the thing. Jordan – if Jordan Davis is there at 19, Dennis Allen's going to murder people and make the pick himself. So, I mean, does anybody – the people – are you going to disagree with me there, anybody? Or no? Sorry, what, what was your prediction? If Jordan Davis is there at 19, Dennis Allen's going to run to the podium himself. I don't know yeah, how he's going to be there. Yeah, I'm with you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, do, do we want to get uh, – I think we got a, a bunch of people requesting to talk. Do you want to get them in? Yeah, I want to get them in before we get out of it. Uh, okay. All right. We got uh, – let's see who we got here. And just and let everybody know. So if they pick again at 19, we're going to do another spacious? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just let everybody know to come back. Yeah. So – so uh, you got Raymond and then we got – and then we got Raymond and then we got uh, we got Butterich. And the Pelicans, hey are, Pelicans are up oh. one. Go. 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 Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go quick. But uh, can we just talk about for a second how much of a Goodell move that was to have noted Saints killer Tony Gonzalez out there to just kill the buzz of the trade yeah, while he gave a sales it, pitch for Amazon Prime? I know. What yeah. the hell? What? That was so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> it was I the worst timing that. ever. Uh, yeah, uh, that was. But for, but for real, I think Olave was the pick. I think that was the obvious choice. Obviously, our receiving core was horrible. And uh, y'all touched what I was going to want to say anyway with Jordan Davis. It seems like everything's falling in the draft where he might actually be there at 19. So you get Olave, you get Davis. Hamilton's I think you, you home run, yeah. So it, it, I'll let you guys go and get other speakers in there, but I just wanted to put that in. It, it looks like it might be a home run draft the way it's falling for the Saints if they can get one of those guys to slip to 19. I mean, Andrew, I said today, I want to give myself credit. I said they're not going to get Olave and Cross. They'll get one of them. They won't get both of them. And that's that's how it fell. I mean, it just it was just that was the dream of all dream drafts. But look, if you get if you get George, if you get Davis. Hamilton gone, by the way, taken by the Ravens at 14. 
which is really strange because they, uh, they, they signed Marcus Williams. Yeah. I don't get that. That's really that is real that is really really weird by the Ravens and it's, uh, yeah but it might have just it, that the thing is though the Ravens they are one of these teams they're kind of like the Saints in that way where if they have a dude that's so higher rated than everybody else they'll just be like we're taking him we'll figure it out later Jordan Davis was selected by the Eagles ah they yeah the Eagles they traded up so. Ugh. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, so now you got you got the tech, you got 15, 16, 17, 18. So um, who else do we got? We got uh, – I want to get um, – No quarterbacks taken. No That's quarterbacks taken yet. Budrich, you think they trade down? Budrich, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm like double tasking. Sorry. So you think this? What are you, odds? Yeah, there's, the same- there's a lot going on for us that are watching the Pelicans and the draft and trying to listen to this. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's Twitter a, it's spaces. A, it's, it's, I, I, you know, I'm multitasking to the max here, and I have friends yeah, over. I'm trying, I, got, yeah. I got like five things going on here, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, right, it's a lot. I can tell you right now, the Packers are fucking pissed at how the draft's going right now. I know. Yeah, too. Yeah, they really wanted a wide receiver, and now four out of it's probably top five are gone. I mean, oh no, Aaron Rodgers is going to piss and moan again. Whatever will we do? <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think it's like that. I think it's just they know they need a fucking wide receiver because all they have is a a old and worn out Randall Cobb. <laughs> then they have. Alan Lazard. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yep. Here's here's my question, Andrew, before we get uh before we take a little break and, and we get it situated and we and we and we watch the end of the Pelicans game, then we come back on when the Saints are at 19. Okay, the Boston <laughs> Crowd just airballed the ball. Shot. <laughs> we, Fuck you, Jay Crowder. We 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 know that. Your sources said they don't really like Penning at 19. They think that's a little too high for him. So we know the Saints don't usually reach. So as you're looking at this board, if the Saints don't trade down, what are you thinking about at 19? Yeah, it's just hard to say at this point, man. I I think obviously you go best player available. I think you got your receiver, which was important. But I think now there's a bunch of different positions that you could go. You could go defensive back you know either corner or safety you could go running back that, that feels like a little high to be picking a runner but you, you, you could go certainly a tackle if you like penning i mean I, the, the gut that i got at 16 it was out of the question at 19 it still felt a little high and if they traded back into the 20s then it started to make more sense but you know they, they may they may decide let, let's go ahead and take penning you know based on his athleticism so i i, I still think it's a wait and see thing with 19 based on what's available, but uh, look, they got the receiver. That's the most important thing. We, we knew that was the biggest need. Uh, and, and from here, you know, I think uh, it could really go so many different I ways. think I mean, there, there's so many guys I like still. They have looked very, very hard at corner. Trent McDuffie's still there, you know, um, Daxton Hill. Um, 
So it's a lot of stuff left. Okay. I want to get to. Uh, I mean, Trevor Penning, like, I, I just want to say. Butters, you know, thanks. Devin, De- Devin Lloyd yeah, yeah, yeah. out there, too. The linebacker from uh, from Utah. He's still out yep. there. I'll tell you, the only thing, I mean, even Devontae Wyatt of Georgia, the defensive tackle, I'll tell you what I would not like Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. I mean, th- those are the two at 19. And again, like, I was told they don't like the quarterbacks. I don't think they would take either. But that that those are the two. I, I think anything besides those two, I would feel good about. Mc, I think McDuffie, Daxton Hill, they've looked at this people in the secondary. Um, you Andrew know, Booth. but here's the thing. Do, do, do the, do the Packers or Kansas city, are they like, we got to get Traylon Burks. We have got to get him. And maybe you can slide back because if you slide back to 22 and you pick up another third, that really helps you because you burn two. Yeah, I like that, and then I'm good taking Trevor Penning. You know, if, if he's still there at that point. So yeah, you know, I, I would I would not hate that. I'm yeah. Gonna... I... Well, okay. So let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. The Ravens are on the clock at 15. I think we know who they picked, but but Hamilton is still available. If the Saints, Hamil- had st- that's who they, they're taking Hamilton. I know, right? I know, I know, yeah. I know. But so the Saints, if the Saints had stayed put at 16. Uh, if the Saints had traded up one spot to get Hamilton, would you have been happy with that? I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have been totally shocked and surprised uh, yes. to see them get a guy like Hamilton who was projected to go top ten? Yes. So I think I think that's what Kevin and I were, are saying. It's like just let the draft come to you. Like, yeah, I know you want mm. Olave, and yes, I know they need wide receiver help, but they also need safety help. That's one of the positions of need. Yeah, and you could have stayed I, put at 16. I watched, I watched the Saints try to throw the football last year, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but what you haven't seen is them try to defend the football without Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll touche, I'll motherfucker. I'll take my chances. <laughs> All right, I'm going to well, do... You, you're going to be... <laughs> All right, we're gonna get to. I, I want to get to. Uh, I want to get to Michael Moreno, and then we're going to uh, get on out of here, take a little break, and be and be back when the Saints are on the clock. Uh, I'm out here. I'm out now. I'll be back. Michael, Michael, what what's your thoughts on Alave? Well, I mean, when the when they traded up, I I thought it was a little too early, but after seeing what the Lions did, I was fine with it. <laughs> so i mean i'm i'm good you know but i'm i'm on board with kevin you know like i hate when's our next pick after this we got rid of the third and the fourth so when do we pick it you got 19 and 49 so well, well yeah well no didn't we get rid of 49 no. no 49 they still have that oh okay yeah. i thought they got rid of that okay never mind i feel better so 49 is their second round pick they the saints traded 16 and then their third round pick, and then the, and their fourth. Okay, pick. I thought they traded. I thought they. Traded. I mean, would you would you trade would you trade a first round pick, Traquan Smith and Rick Leonard for Olave? Oh, I would a hundred percent. I mean, I, I just the thing was, and I'll end with this, Andrew. Is they were a hundred percent correct? Like the Saints said, we have to get a freaking receiver, and we have to do it right now and it was correct like you can say overpay you could say that you didn't like it but their calculus of it has to be done right now was correct yeah you all know? right well hey two two minutes left in the pelicans game and they're up one so um okay I'm guys enjoy the pelicans game we will be back when the saints pick at 19 
tons of people take a multivitamin me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. All right, guys, we are back. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. I'm going to uh, let uh, Andrew and Dave and them get on it. And uh, sorry, Pelicans, they lost. Um, but uh, uh, you know, uh, the tennis. We just had a monumental trade. Tennessee traded AJ Brown to the Eagles while I was watching the Pelicans lose. This is sad. Um, Saints on the clock. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Tennessee does. I, I gotta wonder if one of these Green Bay, Kansas City, like they gotta want a they gotta want a receiver, right? Like I, I think we have. In this moment right now, this is the best opportunity ever if you want the Saints to trade down. Like, this is the opportunity for it to happen Um, because uh, I just think it's kind of like the board has has set up for the Saints um, to do it. Uh, But, Rich, give me the best available on your board. Butter, is you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I just flipped out because AJ Brown just got That's paid right. four years, hundred million, fifty-seven guaranteed. Mm. Oh, Woo. They they dropped the stack. I mean, I wonder if that was in the works, or I wonder if Philadelphia was like, we didn't get a receiver, get a receiver, get Tennessee, get Tennessee yeah. on the phone, get it. Done. 
right? Um, yeah, like, mm-hmm. That, and and but, there you go, boom. Uh, Tennessee takes Traylon Burks, and the Saints are on the clock. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, and I can't believe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Marquise Brown got traded to the Cardinals, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm we sorry. Got, so I got, I got, I got. Juge is back with us. I got Kevin. Kevin, I, 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 I granted your uh, request to speak. I think this is, I think this is your moment, Kevin. I think this is your moment where uh, the Saints, uh, if they're ever going to trade down, this is the moment to have it happen. Andrew, do you? Well, like Kevin, yes, sir. Kevin, have you ever been filled with this much hope that the Saints might actually trade down? Or Kevin, we lost Kevin. Andrew, do you think the odds the Saints trade down here? Uh, I I don't think it's very strong, but uh, I, I certainly think Kevin's hoping for it. You know, I, I want this for Kevin. <laughs> I, I don't think it's happening. I, I love that everybody's now rooting for me all of a sudden. That feels great. I mean, we got the player we wanted, so. Real quick, before the Saints pick, I just want to give a shout-out to the Pelicans. Uh, tough way to go out. I really thought they were going to win that Jobbed. game. Jobbed. Down, down to the wire. Uh Brutal, brutal way to go out, but hey, what a Absolutely great season. Absolutely freaking yep. jobbed. The rest three and sixteen, three and sixteen turnaround, ninth yep. seed, doing all that. Wins, beautiful. wins two wins two games just to get in. And then get in and they take two games off the top seed. Uh I mean And have them on the ropes. Had them yeah. on the ropes. I mean, it was just a terrific, terrific season they, for the Pelicans. And I can't wait to see what they do next year. With Zion, they got the Lakers pick. It's gonna, it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, yeah. Saints on the clock here. Give me a name, Andrew. Give me. Is it Penning? You said he's kind of high at nineteen, but you need to kind of high. But you know, honestly, we we've been talking all the whole time. We said wide receiver and tackle. Like, how great would it be if we went wide receiver and tackle? So. You know, I don't hate the Penning pick here. I, I can't believe Jermaine Johnson is still out there. And, I mean, he would normally be great value. Look, safety, Daxton Hill. <laughs> they pick I, a I defensive think, lineman. Lord help us, God. No, Saints I, I don't will want lose him. their mind. I, I, was just, I was just saying I was surprised he's still there. Pick um, is in. All right, here we go. You know, McDuffie, the corner, would be good. Uh, Lloyd, the linebacker, would be good. So I, I mean, there's a lot of ways they could go here, and I'd be happy. We're going just, Trevor Pennant, no right? quarterback. Just no quarterback. It's going to be Duffy. It's going to be Duffy. No, this has got to be Trevor Penning. McDuffie, the corner. I, I, I don't think they're going to take Penning, but I could be wrong. I think it's going to be McDuffie. The cor- I think it's going to be McDuffie. My top three, McDuffie. McDuffie. Daxton Hill. Quarterback? Cornerback, safety, or Penning. Those are my three in that order. Okay, I know who they selected. Tell us. So, yes. Tell us. They took uh, Penning. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Good. Wide receiver and tackle. There you go. Good. I mean, I know. I know Penning is a little bit of a reach on kind of where they had him slotted, but at 19, you get tackle. He he slid maybe more than people expected, right? I think if you look at a lot of the mocks, it didn't really seem like he would go at 19. And man, like, I'm just offensively, you came out of this draft. 
Receiver tackle. A Raz, a Raz God at left tackle. And now mm-hmm. it's up to Doug Marone and Zach Streif to coach this guy up. But but I think he's uh, I think he's going to be great. And, and Olave, like, dude, they got they got two great offenses. Again, look, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that they got wide receiver and tackle in the first round. Uh, address the two biggest needs. Great. I wish they didn't have to trade up to get a lot. I wish they didn't trade up like they did and give away the picks. Uh, Somebody might be on one of you guys. Me, me. It's not me. Dave, it's not me. Not, not me either. It's Dave. It's Dave. Dave. There you go. It's Dave. So, yeah, I mean, Penning, he like he was going to go probably some people. He had all over. He had like from from like. Right where about the Saints picked him to low first round, so like the Saints might have picked him a little early, but it isn't like dramatically early. It isn't like oh my god, I had a third round grade on him. No, they picked him like what? Who gives a who gives a damn? You picked him five spots too early. Whoop de do, you know? Yeah, but I, I just think um, he's he's just got he's just got to be coached up. And I think they're in a good situation with James Hurst where, like, they don't have to start him right away. I mean, if he's great in camp and he tears it up, and then then great. And, and start him at left tackle. But if not, yeah. uh, you have time to groom him. You, you can, you can kind of bring him along, coach him up. You know, Streif and Malone can get him – Malone right. can get him to play the way they want him to. And maybe he doesn't come out of the gate starting and maybe Hurst kind of – provides him with a little bit of an opportunity to develop his game before he has to play. Well, and I'll say this, Dave and, and, and Kevin, you know, the Saints, they have picked – you look at the – A.J. Brown got paid. So receivers are getting ridiculous money. Tackles are getting ridiculous money. If the Saints are correct in their evaluations and Olave is really good and Penning is really good, you've that their cap will be – pristine in a year because you will have premium positions, Dave, at low cost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate the draft. I'm not mad at the draft. You know, I think I'm like Kevin, like it's unfortunate that they had to give up those other picks to get Olave. Uh, But, uh, but I think based on what Detroit did after them, <laughs> right. uh, I, I mean, I, I think they had to do that. They had to do it. If you want, if you want, did you, did you want one of the elite receivers in the draft? Right. That's it. Uh, right. And so, so I, I, you know, I guess I, I can't fault them for that. And it's an okay, it's a pretty good draft. Uh, you know, both of these guys are people that we've been talking about for the last two months. So, and, you know, it, it's not like years past where uh, they're picking guys that are kind of out of left field, you know? No. It was... uh, these seem to be, like, much safer picks, uh, and that's good. These these guys, we, we just got two guys that we, I think, should expect to be heavily involved uh, on day one. So, yeah. but the only thing is, is tomorrow, you know? You got one. You only have one pick now. Yeah, we're not doing. Yeah, you know, not much going on tomorrow. Well, no, they and have we, a second round pick. I mean, yeah, you know, they'll be able to add a good player. Yeah, I know. Forty nine, and we still I, and, have, and and we still have no first round pick next year. 
which that that's that's what's con- most concerning to me, I guess. You know, considering yeah, where we are at quarterback and whether if we're going to need a quarterback next year. Now, obviously, again, I think I, I think the Saints are banking on are banking on getting something for Sean Payton. Oh, 100 percent. Well, and even if you don't I, get a first, I'm, you'll I'm get a, a couple I'm of a seconds. Really, I'm really curious at twenty if Pittsburgh is going to is going to take a uh, a quarterback. Are they going to take? Are they going to take Kenny Pickett? Because here's the thing. Because if Andrew, they don't, like, when, when are these quarterbacks going to get taken? Because here's the thing, Andrew. You have you have said all along. And listen, I know Kevin, you blasted on Andrew, saying you know, but Andrew said, look, the Saints aren't. He he said they aren't going to trade up in the top ten and give away both first. And he had said all along, a lot. You blasted on Andrew. Well, you were a little bit, but but the thing is, and I want to ask you, Andrew, is you've said all along the Saints do not like. The quarterbacks, but I want to caveat that. When, I don't when, think anybody likes the quarterbacks. Well, I think that's pretty obvious now. The quarterback like just the quarterback. got taken. You don't like the quarterback at nineteen, but do you like the quarterback at forty nine? Do you like him enough to move up and burn more twenty twenty three assets? You, no. no, no. You don't think so, Andrew? No. Uh, I think. I think the Saints would consider Andrew would a- Andrew a- Andrew would do it for Carson Strong because he loves Carson Strong. No, so no, I, I I would say Carson Strong at forty nine. But you that's know, what I'm saying. Know, like, that's what Dan, that's what Ralph well, was I saying. I mean, a lot of people are saying he's third or fourth round now because of his medical. And you know, I'm not a doctor, so like you know, if if, if the medical's sketchy, then obviously I have to go with whatever the consensus is there. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, man. Would you say, and I'll start with you, with you, Dave. Would you say the Saints? We we just said, look, they got their tackle and they got their wide receiver. So they're and every team's going to be. They're always going to say, oh, I can't believe he was there, and I mean, we're pleased and blah blah blah. But do you think when Mickey Loomis woke up this morning? Do you think he would have been pleased with this draft or he would have been like, eh, I didn't really want to do the Alave trade, but I felt like I have to. Do you think the Saints view this, dra- this draft as like an A plus, it went smooth and perfect? Or are they like, eh, you know, good, I happy, think, but not like elated? I think that – I don't think that if they if Olave was their guy and that's who they really wanted, I don't think that they could have – realistically thought he was going to fall all the way to 16. So I, I think that they were planning on trading up. And, you know, hindsight being 2020, that's probably maybe even why they got the 19th pick in case they felt like they had to yeah. package two first-round picks yeah. together. Um, and so I, I think I think they're probably actually, honestly, I think they're probably happy that they only had to go up to <laughs> eleven. We only, we only I'm serious. Had to give up a third and a fourth. I'm dead serious. Yeah. I'm dead serious. I, I think honestly they're happy that they got to keep their two first round or got to make two I won't say keep two first round picks, but got to make two first round draft picks. Uh and I think they're happy with the guys they got. And again, now that I'm like I'm you know, this is live. We're digesting this uh as we speak here, and now that I'm kind of thinking it through and thinking it over, uh they probably like uh, it a lot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they probably like it a lot. And they're and again, like I said, because if Olave was their guy, 
they knew they were going to have to trade up to get him. There was, they knew there was no way he was going to fall to 16. And so it was a question of how high up were they going to have to trade up. Uh, Steelers, honestly, Steelers, 16 Steelers to 11. Steelers take Kenny Pickett wow. at number 20. So yeah. first quarterback first is quarterback finally up. off the board. Um, you know, look, I, I'm with Dave. I, I think, look, you say what you will about the trade. The bottom line is the Saints have an insanely talented left tackle. I mean, off the charts size, off the charts power, off the charts strength, off the charts speed. He has everything. And now his tape is a little scary, and he didn't do so well at the Senior Bowl or whatever. But look, like again, Doug Marone and Streif will have to coach him up, but they have a supremely talented player with a ton of potential that's maybe their left tackle of the future. And they have a receiver that's going to be able to contribute day one and, and I wanna, help this offense. So I, I, I think the Saints hit a home run today. I really I wanna, do. You think I, I'm I'm pretty happy with they, it. I but think at, they, whenever whenever we're ready for guest speakers, I want to hear yeah, what they do. We're going to get to one of my favorites. And good and good on Dennis Allen for not taking defensive players. You know, <laughs> this, this offense needed some juice. Yeah. Bad. And, I think the Saints made a decision. I don't know if it was this morning. I don't know if it was last week, whenever. They made a decision in a room somewhere where they're like, we're getting fucking Chris Olave. Like, they made that decision as a group, and they did it. All right, one of my favorite people that's always in the space with us, KB, you watch a lot of tape, Baker Mayfield tape, which is weird. But we don't need to talk about that. But, but your thoughts, I know you watch a lot of tape. What, what's your thoughts on the Saints draft? Um, it's interesting. I personally <laughs> didn't love the Olave over Jameson Williams pick, but I understand it. I think it's a need, and it's a need that needs to play right away. So I understand yeah. skipping on yeah. Jameson Williams for Olave, despite the fact that I think Jameson Williams is a significantly better scheme fit for the Saints. I understand it. At this point, they need bodies, and maybe there's no yak opportunities, but you can work with that. You have Michael Thomas. You know, you have other options within the receiving room, so I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I like it. The yeah. Kenning pick irritates me so much, strictly <laughs> because I really, really do worry about his technical difficulties. I don't know that he has a long way to go, and I'm not entirely sure how much of those – the hands, the feet, you know, he plays on his tippy toes almost. He gets rocked back. I mean, you match him up with an Aaron Donald and he's going to die. <laughs> and that worries me a little bit. You know what I mean? And I'm but, not I mean, sure here's that the thing. that's... Here's, here's the thing with that, KB, is, look, Doug Marone, as a head coach, eh. As an offensive coordinator even, eh. As a line coach, you love it. You got Zach Streif. Like, if anybody can get it out of him. I think Doug Marone and Streif are the guys. Just like it's the same thing with – I was hoping the Saints would, would get Jordan Davis just because Jordan Davis is such a perfect physical specimen. Pairing him with Ryan Nielsen would have been amazing, right? And that's part right. of the I reason. Think my, yeah, I think one of my concerns is if you're you're drafting a tackle that needs work, you almost get that – value on day two like what are you doing at 19 there's other needs you could have gone for mm, i understand yeah. if he's pennings there you take him because you know essentially according to his stock he sort of dropped a little so maybe he got some v value for what you picked at but i i just kind of wish if they were going to take on a project for a fan base that has no patience i.e caesar <laughs> Ruiz, um then 
you know, maybe you should have waited until tomorrow to pick. Well, how much of this, how much of this, Andrew, is the Saints looked at it and is like, yeah, Trevor Penning's kind of a project, but the difference between him and whoever the next dude is is the grand freaking canyon. We ain't about that life. We're taking him. Well, not only that, I think when in doubt, that's all that's been the Saints MO for the last several years. Raz. Yeah, and he's he's literally a he's a Raz god, and uh, I mean I I just uh, got a text back and um, it, the Saints uh, offensive staff is just euphoric, like in yes, yeah, you're... yeah, they they they're they're like great night, any better? Like they they are absolutely pumped. Well, so, you you look, said one of your sources, Andrew, you were like they were you they were kind of worried that like the Saints didn't do anything to help offense in free agency they didn't do yes. hardly anything they lost arms like you're so couple they, of your sources. I, I i know the offensive staff was kind of bracing themselves for one of those two picks being a secondary yeah. player so to get an <laughs> offensive line get a tackle when you lost to Ron, and when your receiving core has been such a joke to get a dynamic player like Olave. um it, it's a night to celebrate man in fact i think i'm gonna crack a beer open right I've, now I might have to crack open a pony. Dave, when the Andrew, Saints... I have a question. I, I moved on before to I hop up. Go ahead, quick, KB. Quick question. What's your timeline look like for Penning? You know, do we see him play significant minutes this year? Or is it kind of an injury-only situation and then we'll see him next year? I, I think... Yeah. I, think I, the, I, I can answer that. Go ahead. Andrew. Go ahead, Ralph. Oh. Uh, I was going to so, say the perfect timeline for him... 2013 to Ron Armstead, but you hope James Hurst isn't Charles Brown. You want better. So what I was and, and and this is I'm not a offensive line guru by, by any means, but I, I was given tidbits by an offensive lineman. So you know I I, I believe it. You know, and it, it, it basically with Penning, it, it, a lot of it is technique. And what I was told was if you like watch his tape. You see the athleticism, but a lot of the stuff that he gets away with in college is a penalty in the NFL. Uh, you'll see Absolutely. him kind of rag, ragdoll dudes and, and, and throw them aside, throw them down. But, like, that, that move is a penalty in the NFL. And, and, and you know, I was for told, sure. like, you, you get thrown out of practice for doing stuff like that. So my, like, my other concern with him is when he's not so aggressive, he's too lenient, right? He plays on his tippy toes. His hands are too yeah. high. He's yeah. off balance. So if your choice is – getting thrown out for unnecessary roughness or getting knocked over because you play too high when you're, you know, when you're a little bit more casual, that's a problem. Today, he said, I, right? I, Jeff Schwartz, I, I, just, I think, on I, Twitter I just, said he, play, just he know said he doesn't he play what? even. Yeah. So I, I think this, I think <laughs> happen to have two guys that are about as detail oriented and 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 in Marone especially, he's made his way all the way up to head coach by how good he was with offensive line. Like that was his stock and trade. So I, I believe you give him someone this talented, they will figure it out. To to answer your question about timeline, I really think it's a year. Like I I I mean, look, he may be forced to play sooner because of a James Hurst injury or maybe James Hurst just isn't playing that well and maybe they feel he's ready sooner, but like I'm kind of expecting Penning to be like the tackle eligible this year. 
and get get some playing. They'll get in games. He'll be in the jumbo packages. But like, if you told me right now, gun to my head, is he starting week one? I would say no. I would say James Hurst is your starter, not. and I think it will stay that way until James Hurst gets hurt. So if if he doesn't, I, I think we're realistically Trevor Penning is your starting quarterback and sorry, your, your starting left tackle in twenty twenty three. Fair. Thank you, guys. Happy yeah. draft night. Thanks, thanks, KB. Uh, you know, and, and look, like with Armstead, look, Armstead is a beast. I mean, Armstead w- w- to end up ended up being one of the best offensive line picks behind Jari Evans that the Saints maybe ever made, right? And he and so the, the thing well, with Willie him too, too, but but he, he's a, he's a top five offensive line pick in Saints history, and. He didn't play in year one. I mean, what week did he come in and play 13. against Carolina? That was 13. week 13. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think it's on a similar timeline. I think, you know, Penning, may, maybe he is your starting left tackle late in the season. Um, but uh, I, I think – and look, I, I think if, if you had been told that Armstead would sit out most of his first year with the Saints, but he would turn out to be that good, I think we all would have said, yeah, pick the guy and we'll wait. We'll wait for him to come around. We'll, we'll put up with – 12 games of Charles Brown, uh, which, which was difficult to put up with, might I add. Um, I think James Hurst is a better player than Charles Brown was, so we're in a better situation right now than we were back then. But I, I think that it's a similar deal with Penning, and it's just going to take a little bit of time. Whereas, like, with Alave, I expect him to have five, six catches in week one. Kevin, I have a nightmare scenario for you in that I believe what Andrew – said um I think it was on the Zoom call yesterday. It was with the patron. By the way, if you're not a patron and you're and you're listening to us on the Twitter spaces, become a freaking patron. Seven dollars. You get access to all our content. You can listen to this later when we put the the previous spaces. I'm gonna mash them together. You should become a patron, support the show so we can do amazing stuff. But Andrew said something in the, the Zoom call yesterday with patrons, Kevin, that I think should send a chill down your spine. And here's why. Andrew said, look, the Saints think this draft is ridiculously deep. And so they don't worry about having a seventh round pick because they want to be on the phone with potential free agents. But I want to take that a step further. The Saints might love this draft so much, they might start burning fourth, fifth, sixth round picks from next year to get back into this draft to get guys and burn future assets, which it's not only trading down, it's not only trading up, it's burning future assets to get more players now, Kevin. I think that's a real concern for the Saints, like for me and you, because I think, I think it might happen. Oh, uh, Ralph, I don't know why you're concerned. I mean, the Saints have several draft picks next year. I mean, they've got what, nine, ten? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they've got a couple first-rounders next year that I think they could part with one of them easily. Sean Payton's going to give them a bounty, I guess, a, a, a bounty of picks. But, but Andrew, is, is my fear, is that well-placed, you think, or are they just going to focus on UDFAs? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could, it could, I, I do think that they're going to go hard for UDFAs, um, but uh, – you know, you know what's interesting about this draft is I, I, I feel like Teron Matthew is even more likely to happen Gotta after happen. these two picks. So, so like, I, I almost like this better in a way because I was worried that they were going to box out 
honey badger by taking a secondary guy. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I still want Jarvis Landry too. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I think the cherry on top of this draft is if they turn around and they get us Matthew and Jarvis Landry. Sunday I know morning, they had, baby, right when I'm drinking I know my they coffee, got let's Olave. do it. I know they got a lot of it, but I'm just saying if they get both of those two, uh, man, I'm start I'm starting to feel real great you, about the season. I, they get they get Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry same day. Dave print the fucking t shirt NFC South Champions again. Decisions. That's usually not a uh, I don't you know, I don't know. Maybe I wanna we'll th- see. I want to talk. Let's to not get ahead of ourselves. Angry Ocho. I want to talk to you. You had dude, dude. The, great... the, pa- the Packers just just drafted the wrong Georgia linebacker. <laughs> hey, old Saints heads, we call that the Randy Gratishire. If you know, you know. <laughs> I won't go into it, but if you if you're a Saint, if you're an old Saints fan, you know. Um, I want to get to Angry Ocho. Angry, you had a great Kevin Giff ready for the trade down. I used it even though it didn't happen, but I wanted to give you a shout-out. That was great work by you. We appreciate it, you giving us that. Uh, me and Kevin's trade-down dream didn't happen, but we appreciate you being a patron and putting in the work, doing the doing the gift. That was awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Last time last time we spoke, I said I'm in it for the memes, so I got to I got to try to make it happen, but let me let me turn the let me turn the conversation around a little bit on pinning because here's how I see it is we love Tehran but Tehran missed so many games because of injuries. Right. So I see it as a win if Penning misses games occasionally because he goes full Kyle Turley and rips dudes' helmets off and <laughs> chucks them into the stand. I would rather see a guy miss games because of that than being injured. He's so I see it as a win-win. A- I, I, I hope he's nasty. I hope he's dirty. I hope I, – I, you know, obviously I don't want penalties. Obviously I don't want to cost the team a game, but I really hope he brings that, that energy – and uh, 9.96 Raz. Oh, oh, That's all you got to say. Hey, Andrew, I love the the Kyle Turley comparison is is might be a good one. 9.96. Let's Ooh. go. Ooh, that is that is as close to greater Raz as you can. Armstead. Yeah. Kevin, I tell you what, listen, if if we're in year 3 or year 4 and 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 he keeps getting false start penalties or roughing penalties or or uh or unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, I really hope you bust out the Raz every time to defend him. I think that would be a great long-term, long-term joke that we have. And, 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 and look, look, I know it sounds like I'm breaking your balls on this. I hope at the end of this season, everybody can point and laugh at me. I mean, that, not, that that's a, not that that's a break in pace, but I hope that everybody points and laughs at me because Olave went off and finishes in, like, the top two voting for Rookie of the Year. I hope Trevor Penning comes in, sees some game time, and looks great and and projects well for next year. I hope I, of all people, look like the biggest horse's ass at season's end. I really do. I really do. Kevin, well, here's the thing. You have done another reason people should become a patron – we created a channel in our Discord, our private Discord, where you can talk Saints 24-7 until your heart's content. It's amazing. We created a channel where Kevin just did mock draft after mock draft. I don't know how many you did. It was incredible. So, Kevin, they're picking at 49. What's a guy you want or a position you want at 49? I know it's weird to ask you a, a hardcore football question, but you know the draft as, as well as anyone this year. <laughs> Well, part of the problem, 
part of the Kevin, problem. Kevin, wait, before you answer this, I just want to say I have two guests here at my house uh, that are that's, are saying hello to you. Uh, JR Uritich and uh, Kurt Wilson from your old banging days. Uh, they say hello. My old banging days? Yeah. Yeah, back when you were, you know, banging. Banging. So, but Kevin, give us give us some names at forty nine. Well, shit. Well, so well, the problem with that is is one of my one of my routinely common picks at forty nine was tackle Abraham Lucas. That's right. So, so he's off yeah. the board. Yeah, we got to take that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's off the board. So we can't be going tackle. I don't, and we really shouldn't be going wide receiver. Give me Brees Hall, man. What about I, I knew Andrew was going to sign. I really don't think I really don't think Lewis Seen is is going to be there at forty nine. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly, this could be a situation where where there's a def- where there is a defensive player that uh, that, uh, that 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 the coach goes for, depending on who falls down. Uh, I, and look, I haven't been watching what the other teams are doing, but it, it, let me ask you: Is is Jalen Petrie still around? He is. So if he falls, he could be one. Uh, is Drake Jackson from USC still falling? Uh, Drake Jackson is still. He's still there. Joe okay, is, so uh, so is Jaquan Brisker a safety? Okay. I, oh yeah, from uh, Penn State, right? That's right. Okay, wow. so those... I love it. I know just this this whole this, this last three minutes of listening to Kevin has just, been no just players, amazing. It's it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's bizarre. It's a, I feel like I'm in a bizarro. I'm in a fun house. I, I feel like I'm listening to uh, Mel Kiper's face. Uh, Mel Kiper, unvaccinated. So, Mel Kiper was doing. He has to do the draft it's, it's, from his basement. Yeah, it's Kevin Kevin Kiper. <laughs> right. So 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 basically, like you know, if it's those Mel, guys... Mel held. So 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 if those guys are still around, I could abs- I could see them going defense on that one because you know defensive minded coach, especially the safety Brisker because that safety is a is a position of need. And then you know Petrie, I know he's labeled as a cornerback, but everybody in the in the the group chat on Discord was saying no 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 he he actually projects as a safety i don't know why the pff mock had listed he has a corner his film is awesome i was watching his youtube highlights today the one thing i worry about him andrew is he's kind of smallish i wonder if he if he reaches the jeff ireland prototype minimums for the saints yeah we'll see man Uh, i i like uh brees hall going running back you're gonna keep you're gonna keep uh, banging that drum. But, uh, let me look. Yeah, let me, he can't, let me throw... he can't get enough breeze. Right. Don't let me let me throw this. Offense. Let me throw this one out here. I want this to be an all offense draft. <laughs> and 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 I'm the lunatic. I like. Look. It. Let me let me throw this one out there. What if what if they get closer to forty nine and the bat phone starts ringing? And it's a couple, and it's and look, it's an offer. You move, you, you move down, an extra whatever. I don't know, maybe ten picks or something. You get and you get like a few extra, picks. You get an extra third, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you get an extra third. Maybe they throw in a sixth or a fifth. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just like if somebody call if somebody calls with an offer, 
I'm giving serious consideration. Otherwise, I'm probably thinking it's going to be one of the one of the defensive players that that's available that that's high on on. You know, it'll probably be like one of those best player available types at uh, at one right, of those we, positions. Yeah, we, we gotta get we gotta get to all these uh, people that are waiting to speak. So, yeah. Joshua, you've been waiting a while. Unmute hey guys, your microphone. Just super, super quick. Uh, number one, thank you. But also, I, I genuinely want to take a, a second to to recognize how close we were to having Kevin be completely detached for this entire season if they would have got Deshaun Watson and to what doing, we just listened to. It's an incredible turnaround. It's an incredible now. turnaround. Thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, full one eighty. Full one eighty. I love it. Uh, so, Joshua, um, uh, unmute yourself and uh, give gives your thoughts on the Saints with Chris Olave and Trevor Penning. The Chris Olave pick, I love it. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, my question would be, um, as far as Trevor Penning goes, like, what are the odds of him moving over to starting out at right tackle and then moving um, Ramcheck over to left? left and he has that, he, he has uh, that I, huge incentive in his contract to, like, hey, you move to left tackle, we'll pay you more money. Um, just I don't know, just for a season, see how it goes, and you know, and but my thing is with, with Kevin, like I, I say, they double dip on all offensive line, and that way you get rid of Ruiz and you have an extra body to throw in there. Because I, I mean, honestly, like I'm surprised Ruiz hadn't gone in like some trade package or something. So getting getting rid of Ruiz, uh, definitely. You know, they wouldn't. I don't think they'll do it because I think. I don't think playing Penning at two positions would benefit him because he's like you say he's, he needs a, you know KB said it and Andrew said it he needs a lot of freaking work so I don't know if playing him at yeah. guard and tackle would benefit he, but they did it with Turley Turley's first he year he played guard tackle. he played left tackle in college Penning did so mm-hmm. I, I think that's the natural spot for him and I was told that the plan is not to move Ramchek so I, I think Ramchek stays at right tackle right now. You know the Saints love playing players out of position, though. That's they my do. thing. They love putting them in yeah. random odd spots. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, thanks, Joshua. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, let's get to uh, let's get to Avery. Avery, you've been waiting for a while. Unmute yourself. What are your thoughts on the picks? Avery, you there? A- Avery, yeah, there he is. City. There you are. To go to sleep. I'm here. Am I here? I'm here. You're here. No, exactly. Yeah, that's Avery's Dave. getting. We Avery's didn't, getting. We didn't, we didn't ask you. Avery's getting connected. As far as the location, because about Jason. Jason, did you want to say anything? Jason in Mid City. What do you think of the draft? Well, I think we got ourselves another Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley was. Is that, a good, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Kyle Turley was good till his back gave out. Yeah, I think it's an amazing thing. Um, you know, super athletic, nasty streak. I absolutely love what Loomis did tonight. So I'm happy. You know, and the thing is, this is one of those times, Andrew, where we always ju- joke that Loomis's superpower is avoiding disasters that he wanted to do that couldn't. Tonight he got it done. He got he got up at eleven and got a lave. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. Um, but uh, Jason, it's it's interesting. Jason, who do you what do you give me a position that you want that you want at forty nine? What what would happen at forty nine where you would just be tomorrow? You'd be the Elmo with the fire uh, gift 
fire behind you just think this you'd be like this draft has gone from really good to freaking amazing like what ha- what would happen at 49 that would just have you over the moon with the 49th pick in the 2022 NFL draft the Saints select Brees Hall running Let's back go. Iowa State Let's go I love it Thanks, Jason. I have to say... You're a man of the people. You're a gentleman and a scholar. I have to say, Dave, that it, to me, is absolutely bonkers this offseason. NFL teams, like, it used to be, oh, well, we're not going to pay a guy. We'll figure it out. We'll make him play. Teams are like, the trades this offseason at receiver have been crazy. Can you remember a draft day trade as big as A.J. Brown? Where it just like dropped out the freaking sky? Uh, no, wasn't there another trade too? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I can't. I mean, play just player trades in general are pretty rare. It's in this off season; it never slows down. And I and I heard I forget what podcast it was. They said it's all receivers too. It's all receivers, but they were saying. That team executives, it was either Mina Kynes or somebody, that, that team executives were telling them that don't go on vacation in June because all these players where you have to get the franchise tag, you can't got to sign them by July. Teams now are like, oh, you're not signing the extension? We're trading you. And there might be even more action in June for guys that, can't get their long-term deals done. So uh, it may be wild. I just – it's – it to me is – these the, the receivers are wild and the money that they're getting now, like the Saints, if they hit on Olave, you, you get a – hell, now 1,100-yard receivers are getting $20 million. So like Olave doesn't even need to be like Michael Thomas-level elite. Like all he needs to be is a 90-catch, 900-yard guy – and you're getting a great discount. That the, the receiver money is so crazy. Let Let's go to Royce. Royce, unmute yourself. How are you feeling about these two picks that the New Orleans Saints made today? Hey, y'all, hear me? Are we can. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Been listening to you guys for a minute. Uh, all the way from Canada, Toronto, Canada. Um, I think this Sorry is this has been a great. Yeah, yeah, listen, I don't care about the Raptors. But listen, I think this was a great draft, man. I think first off. I don't know why any fans deluded themselves into thinking we're going to draft a quarterback. Listen, NFL teams are all about optics. One thing you can say for sure is if Kenny Pickett and Jameis Winston are on that field together, you're going to, the, the players are going to look at Kenny Pickett throw a ball, they're going to look at Jameis Winston throw a ball, and trying to convince them that one is better than the other, even for two years, is going to be a tough proposition. So they were never going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I think the Trevor Penny pick, people might be down. It, but I think this is just the Saints betting on their staff. A lot of some teams, you know, you can draft players. If you sometimes you see it, like Olave is a technician day one. I think Olave is like the Saints' answer for Calvin Ridley. He's just going to come in right away, be a high number two, and then hopefully one day maybe be a one number one receiver. (laughs) Yeah, we 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 can't have that. But with Trevor Penning, they're just gambling on the fact that hey, you know, we got Doug Marone, we got a pedigree of developing um, offensive linemen. What's the point of uh, us not betting on that type of coaching? There's no way. I, I really like the way that you put that, Royce. Um, that that's a great that they're betting on their staff because you know 
there was a time where when Sean Payton was the coach, I, I, I would have bet on Sean Payton to develop a quarterback. And now that it's Carmichael, you know, look, if, if Sean Payton had said, I love Kenny Pickett and he had drafted him and that's the route they would have gone, I would have believed in it because I would have said, look, Sean knows what he's doing. He's going to get the most out of that player and it's going to be fun to watch. But uh, with Sean gone, I, I would not bet on Pete Carmichael to develop a quarterback and to develop a, a young quarterback, a rookie. And so mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't feel that strong there. But, like, if you ask me defensive line, Ryan Nielsen, I absolutely believe in him to develop a guy. And I, I believe in Marone. I believe in Streep. So on the offensive line, you give me a young player that has this kind of Raz talent, and I, I believe they're going to develop him and make him – a stud. Yeah, because even for me, I was a big Jordan Davis Davis fan because I just looked at him like people are like, oh, you can't rush the passer. And Michael Lombardi put it well. It's like, it's third down. I'm just going to put 240 over your shitty small center. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to push him. <laughs> just going to push him back to oblivion. But um, for but yeah, I think like um, I agree with the staff. I also say one one more thing is the Saints. I know we are all like this was a big draft and it just felt like there was so much anxiety on Saints. Oh, can they draft? Some people made it sound like the Saints are like you know, terrible drafting teams, even with Trevor Penning, people are like, the Jaguars drafted a guy who can't use his hands yet. They just bet on the fact that he's got, they, they like, high They drafted athletic. a guy who has no production in college, basically. They they, exactly. They, they did the super deluxe version of Al Woods is what they did. <laughs> where they said exactly. his, his measurables are amazing, but he didn't really put it together at Georgia, but we'll, we'll, we'll put it together for him. Because he's got yeah, long and, arms, you know? You know, we've been yeah, second – we have the second best record in the NFL since 2017. You don't get that by drafting shitty players. So, like, for me, I 100% always trust a team with the draft pick, even guys who don't come out firing off the gate. So, I love this draft. I think it's great. In the second round, maybe a Brees Hall would be great. A Lewis Seen would be great. One guy I really like is Travis Jones. I think we could use another tack defensive tackle, another big guy, 320 pounds, who can easily allow us to play that cover two. Shell. Um, so those are the guys I'm looking for. Like, I doubt Travis Jones makes it to 49, though. Well, yeah, that's good stuff, Royce. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you uh, speaking up, and uh, thanks for your long support of our show. And uh, Dave, feel free to come on our spaces again and join us. Um, yeah, Dave. Ola is the, are the Olave Garden T-shirts? Are you at the store right now printing them up? <laughs> no. I'm not at the store right now printing them up. I'm at home watching the draft like the rest of you. Uh, Pelicans lost. That's upsetting. Uh, I'll see what I can come up with tomorrow. I might have some free time tomorrow, uh, and I'll see if I can come up with a design. And if I do, uh, maybe we'll put it out there because I'm fairly confident. Uh, I'm fairly confident we'd, we'd be able to sell at least 24 of those so we can print those. I got to say... When you're at Olave Garden, are you family? When you're here, you're family. I I have to say, there's got to be there's oh there's got to be something there like okay so Mike Thomas and Olave go to the same school, same family, so there's something there with Mike yeah. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, we got to workshop yes. that. Yeah. Yes, there, yeah, and there needs to be a there needs to be a gif of Michael Thomas and Olave ha eating unlimited breadsticks together. <laughs> <laughs> you know this. The, the the fun thing with this draft is the draft nerds will hate it.
because the Saints have they traded future assets to get in get an extra pick in this round. Then they traded up again. So the draft nerds are gonna hate it. So be prepared for the Barnwell. I mean, yeah, if you were if, if you had and, the, and those people in the world to hate it. If you had done this on the P I'm I'm curious actually, maybe even Kevin can do this right now. I'm curious to see if you did this on the PFF simulator and forced the trade, because probably the because probably the the simulator would say this trade is unfair or uneven uh, or dumb. But uh, I'm wondering if you did this on the PFF simulator. I'm wondering what it would, what what grade they would give us. Well, Kevin, can you do that? No, Kevin's gone. I think, but it depends. Oh, if, Kevin's if you, gone. If you if you use <sighs> the hall the hill chart for trades, the Saints trade it was almost even. You know. Um, the third and the, the ninety-eight and one twenty, and I mean, it look, does... dude, Mickey Loomis is not getting hosed. Like he's not making no. trades where he gets fleeced. I get that you see. I'm just like, curious, it, but part of it also is like you're about to pick Olave, and it's like who would have been there at sixteen because Olave wouldn't have been there. So whoever would have been there at 16, like if they're valuing Olave as that much better than mm-hmm. the guy that they would pick at 16, then the Saints look at it as, yeah, we're losing a third and a fourth. But like we believe that and, – and I'm telling you this because I know that Olave was their number one receiver and he was really, really high on their board. So for them, for him to be available at 11, like I, I'm just telling you, I think the Saints feel like they've I- got to steal. I yes, I, I said that. We we all agreed. I, 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 that's what I said earlier. I think I, bet I think you, the Saints but, are happy but, with So I draft. think if you look at that, I think the Saints probably feel like the drop-off between Olave, who they think is a top-10 talent, and whoever they would pick at 16 is, is like it's, it's night and day. Yeah, and I just think that trade with Washington, since it was so even on the trade chart, I think that trade was done earlier this week or whatever, I think the Saints called up Washington and said, like, look, are you willing to move? And Washington's like, sure, give us this and this. And the Saints are like, done. Yeah. Budrich, you're still, uh, you're still uh, muted as a speaker. Um, so kind of give us, give us your thoughts about the, the draft. So far, it's an A grade for me because I think getting a lave after, I really think after seeing five, Offensive players go after five defensive players. The Saints are probably thinking, "Yeah, we need to get up, get get the guy we really want." And I'm I'm glad I'm glad it is for Chris Olave. I'm I'm really happy he's a wide receiver. And of course, I'm a big fan of Trevor Penning. I think Penning's a very good addition. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think he can. I think he will compete for a day one starting job. Though it will be interesting to see where they put him at. They could put him at left tackle, have him compete with Hurst, or maybe they'll put Ramchek at left and have him compete at right. It's going to be interesting, but I don't care how many hole and penalties he gets called for. If he just slams Falcon pass rushers <laughs> or even Panthers pass rushers, I will fucking go buy a jer- an offensive line jersey, Penning jersey to be exact, and because I, I want to see that happen. When I'm watching I can those tell clips you this. Internet, the Saints got a better receiver than Atlanta did. I'm convinced oh, yeah. of that. As someone who watched a shit ton of Drake London film, I'll just say yes because he went to the Falcons. Because <laughs> I I really like Drake London, but I, I do like Chris Olave as well. So I'm 
I'm happy with this draft. Yeah. I'm very happy. I'm happy. I mean, and thanks, Butteridge, for joining us. Uh, I'm happy. The thing is, I I wanted I wanted them to ha- to have more. Pe- I just wanted them to have a little bit more flexibility at 49. Now they have almost none, unless they want to burn future assets, which we know the Saints are more than willing to do. What do you mean by that? Like you, you just wish that they could. Like I just you, wish, like, like they're not I, I would have liked in what it. position. I, I I feel like receiver and and tackle were kind of like the two the two musts. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I, I don't care what anyone says. Like James Hurst is your only guy at left. Like that's not tenable. And and <laughs> I do like Landon Young, and I know the Saints like Greenidge as well. So like they have some guys that they believe can be backups. And, and maybe play one day, but you know, obviously, Penning is is a different pedigree. And and, and here's my thing: like, I, I am bummed that the Saints are likely not to be picking in the third and fourth round. But I kind of look at it like this: Ralph, would we rather have Chris Olave and Penning, mm-hmm. or would you rather have like whoever was picked at sixteen and nineteen? Yeah, and like a third and fourth round pick. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just got to make sure you get. This offense needs help, and I, I just feel like you got to make sure you get the good guys. You know, they paid the they paid the going rate to move up, and they got a premium receiver. The one the one name that I keep thinking about at forty nine is, and this is uh, this is uh, a guy that everything I've read and your your sources too, Andrew. Uh, the quarterbacks are not going, and. Mm-hmm. The Saints apparently really, really liked Sam Howell. And just looking at the yeah. board, how it sets up, I think there's a really good chance that he's there at 49. I don't hate it. I, I told you I don't like the quarterbacks in the first round. Uh, but at 49, uh, I, I think you probably need to trade. I mean, I don't even know if you could get anything at this point for um, Ian Book, but I mean, you're you're basically kissing Ian Book goodbye if you make well, that, if you make that pick. But 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 you know, look, I, I think if they like him, I guess that's the thing. Like, you're you're basically giving up on Book, and that would just kind of enrage me in terms of making that pick last year. Like, yeah, but that why did you Sean, make that? That was pick? a Sean Payton vanity project, and he's not around anymore. That's true. That's true. But yeah, if they take Sam Howell, man, like in Here's- the second round. I don't. I don't hate it. Here's the thing with Sam Howell, as I was reading about him, this because because I, I knew you said, hey, the Saints really like him, and I, I was like, well, let me read about him. The one thing about him, his last year at North Carolina, that was interesting was North Carolina lost both their running backs and their wide receiver, and I think their tight end. So like all their skill position guys were gone, and Mac Brown and the offensive coordinator told him they're like, look, Sam, our skill positions suck. You need to do less reading of the defense and more running so we can win games. And he was like, okay, cool. So it really affected how his tape and how everything went for him. But in his evaluation with teams on the board and like teams love him and realize that he can do a lot of more stuff than he did his last year at North Carolina. So it made me a little bit more intrigued with him than the little bit of Kyle. Like I had seen, I had bet on some, I had bet on three or four, North Carolina games, and whenever I'd see him, I'd be like, eh, this dude, he's just 
chucking the ball a million, million miles an hour and running it. I don't know about this dude, but after reading that, he's in, he's intriguing. And the thing about him is, whereas Ian Book's physical skills, even though it's not his fault that they got crushed by the Dolphins, like you could see, like I don't think Ian Book. I don't think his arm, I don't think his mobility, I don't think his escapability. Like I don't, it's not NFL quality. Like it's just not. Yeah. And that's, no, I'm with you. That that the, that to me is what I saw in the Dolphin game. Like he never made one play where I was like, "Oh, that's cool. He's a, he's got NFL talent." I never saw it. He, he, here here's an here's an interesting tidbit, Ralph. Um Dennis Allen and the defensive coaches uh were extremely high on Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Uh but the offensive staff lobbied hard for the team to take an elite receiver and in the end Need and logic one out with the trade up and selection of Olave. So, um, you know, Jordan Davis was a guy they liked. Um, you know, that, that, that pick would have made a lot of sense too. And, you know, in, in some ways I would have been happy. But I don't know, man. Two comments real quick. My first comment is we went into this draft saying, man, if they could get a left tackle and a receiver, um, that that would be ideal. And that's exactly what happened. They got mm. those two positions, so that's great. My second comment is that Sean Payton might be gone, but the Ohio State drafting fetish it's is so alive and well. well, baby. That remains undefeated, and I don't know that it's ever going to stop. It's not. It's not ever going to stop. They, Ohio State is the AAA affiliate of the New Orleans Saints. That is just a fact. Like – it, I think Nick Underhill once said a couple of years ago when Ohio State was playing in a bowl game on New Year's Day, he said, turn your channel to Fox. There's a New Orleans Saints job fair on the TV. And uh, I thought that was a tremendous joke by Nick. Uh, but, you know, the thing is... How, how, how fantastic is it, by the way, that uh, the Packers took a linebacker? <laughs> like after losing uh, Devonte Adams, like Aaron Rodgers has got to be losing his mind. Losing his right mind. I will say this about the Saints: like if hopefully they... if, if if the Packers take Malik Willis with their next pick, I uh, my my life is complete. The uh, the the if the rumor was that the Falcons wanted Jordan Love, the one thing I'll say about the Saints: like if they if if they had moved up to get Olave and Jordan Davis had fell, and they were like, we're taking Jordan, we're taking him at nineteen. Like I would have been over the moon. I think I would have been more excited about Olave oh, yeah. and Jordan Davis than I am about Penning, just because Penning, hundred percent, is a project. Like Jordan Davis on the Saints defense is the kind of guy where you plug him in and you turn your defense into a soul crushing machine for offenses. Yeah. So no, like, I, I, I would have I agree with you. I would have preferred that. That would have been next level. But know. uh look, I like not only is Hurst maybe not a tenable thing for certainly not a long term play, right? Having Hurst as your left tackle. And it might not even be a short term play. We're not really sure. So that that's not a great situation, and so it, it's it's really important, I think, to have a really talented player behind him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I just look at this offense as it's a work in progress, but you're you're laying a foundation. And, and Mickey Loomis said this earlier today that they prioritize building from the inside out, 
And, yeah. you know, this, that, that for better or for worse, you know, and you look at how good the Saints have been over the years, they prioritize having great offensive and defensive lines and everything else is kind of secondary. And we, we've seen that with their picks. They prioritize those two areas, those, that, those position groups. And so, uh, and they, the teams had a lot of success because of that philosophy. So uh, when they take offensive and defensive linemen, I know historically Saints fans have been annoyed. Uh, they've, they've been outraged. Hopefully Olave this time around is enough to be like an olive branch to <laughs> make us not as mad about the offensive lineman pick. But like, I, I felt like this offensive line needed a bit of an overhaul and, and specifically just with the injuries they were having and Armstead in particular, just not reliable durability wise. And, when you were kind of Ramchek was getting banged up and Pete's been getting banged up and then McCoy had, you know, the six week calf issue. Um, they needed to get a guy in the building that's extremely talented and young. They needed an infusion of talent and youth and they did that. Well, Dave, it reminds me of the joke. I forgot who said it. They said every fan base wants a dominant offensive line, but they don't want to invest high picks to get it. And I that's just, your what that's your theory? That's no, that was somebody on Twitter. They said that. Every fan base wants a dominant offensive line. They just don't want right. to spend high picks to sure. get it. Right. Yeah, exactly. They yeah, right, because you, your team drafts a tackle in the first round and boo, oh my god, this is terrible. We suck, blah blah blah. That's exactly right. It's it's a no win situation for any franchise to draft and build an offensive line. Like you you're never gonna you know, only Really astute uh, football fans, I think, would would respect it. No, but do you? You know, I I won't. I won't give the Saints an A tonight. I won't give them an A plus. I'd give them a B B plus. I would give them an A. I would give them an A. Not an A plus, but an A. I, I think offensively, they walked out of this draft much better, and and I feel like this off season was kind of devoid of giving the offense any juice. When, and when you consider how bad it was, I mean, to get a receiver, to get Armstead's replacement, mm. I mean, just such sore needs, man. Yeah, I give now, – now, now, go get me Jarvis Landry. Like, go get me another receiver and go get me Teron Matthew. I think, I think more <laughs> so importantly I want, now, Matthew. I want them both. But I, I if think I have to Matthew pick one, more give important. me Matthew. Yes, right. Yeah, I, I give him an A-. minus. Because uh, I think I think the draft like it just didn't it just didn't go it didn't just it just didn't fall quite right like um, they they didn't get quite as lucky as they did in like 2017 where Ramchick fell and everything fell into place but I give them an A minus because Mickey Loomis I don't know how you describe it but if if you're a gambler like reading the table or reading the room like Mickey Loomis understood what was freaking happening in this draft with the res- the run on receivers and he's like we got to go and he was 100% correct in that in that assessment so just doing that correctly for me automatically gets him to an a minus dude M- M- mickey mickey has been at this for a really long time he's been doing this for a while and i know i, I mean, i'm just going to tell you straight up like Mickey Loomis has respect around the league 
from other coaches, other GMs. He Mickey Loomis is viewed as elite. Like I'm just telling you, like he's on the competition committee. Like he's in he's in those meetings, and from what I've heard around the league. Mickey is viewed as the real deal. Dude, he's, he is highly respected. Do you so know among, amongst his peers? And so my my thing about Loomis is, I'm not going to take a Saints fan very seriously. That's basically throwing Mickey Loomis there. He's he, doing terrible. Like what was he thinking? Like I, I'm just, I'm just not going to take you seriously. Here's the thing. He's been the Saints general manager for nine. He's been with the Saints since 2000, but he's been general manager since, is it 2003? So he's been general manager of the Saints for 19 years. Do you know how freaking hard it is to remain a GM of one, forget football, one sports team for 19 years? That is incredible longevity. It's it's two. It's elite, and the two names: it's Belichick and it's Loomis. Those are the two longest going. Well, not that. Not not that he certainly doesn't deserve it or hasn't been pretty darn good over that course of time. But you know, there is also a unique situation I think here with you know the Ben That's family. Right. He's in the circle him with Russ. And Peyton and Lausha. Yeah. yeah. There are many teams that have this like weird circle of and, and this inner circle, and most of them are not the ownership of the team. Uh, I mean, like, like again, wasn't Mickey in Benson's will or he whatever? Is. But, I mean, it, the part uh, of that, Dave, is so, that I mean, like, that's, been that's good a, for that's so a unique, long. That's a unique situation. But, but part of that is he was, he's been around for so long that he, he, he earned that trust, and the Saints have won, so the Saints really haven't had a reason to fire him. You know, and even, even Correct. In the, and, even, and, he's, and, he's, and, he's, and he's right way more than he's ever wrong. That's right. And, and, and he's given – and I think because he has job security and he's comfortable, he, he has the freedom to maybe take some risks – you know, and maybe he makes some mistakes sometimes, but fortunately, he—he's again, he's right more than he's wrong, and he takes yeah. these risks, and he usually ends up on the good side of these risks, and and that allows you to take more risks. And again, just he's he's comfortable; he's not worried about being fired. Most GMs in this league are worried about. Are, are always having to look over their shoulder, are always worried about this. That's one thing I think that Mickey Loomis never has to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about making a small mistake or even a big mistake because he knows he's got one, he's got the history, he's got the yeah. track record, uh, and also he's just – like it's, it's a unique situation. And unfortunately, it's good. This is where Kevin loses me too with the whole like losing his mind about trading down. It's like Mickey Loomis is going for it. Like, isn't that what you want? Isn't this that what the I was kind just, of team that you want to root for? Well, here's the thing I was going to say. With with Sean Payton gone, the Saints are going to, you know, they're just not going to be as much of a national story and national force because Sean Payton, just the national media just sort of flocked to him. They were He was interesting. He made the Saints a national brand. And I just love the fact that the Saints are one of the big players in the draft 
again, one of the stories, you'll get to consume stuff tomorrow night, tomorrow morning. You'll go on ESPN.com. You'll listen to podcasts and all your favorite podcasts that cover the NFL. The Saints are going to be one of the giant stories tomorrow, and it's fun as a fan to consume that instead of being like a team that – Never really does anything interesting. Yeah, they play it safe. Or, uh, this. But like the Saints are always making news, making it interesting, and they make it fun as a fan because let's be realistic. As a fan, they've won one Super Bowl. We might, if we're lucky enough, we'll see them win again if we live to be 80, 85. But really what you want out of your team is you want them to be consistently good, consistently interesting, and fun. And the Saints have done that the majority of the time and they continue to do it. And I just think tonight was a tonight was a fun tonight was a fun night. And I told you, Andrew, I told you today was I told you tonight was gonna be one of the funner drafts we've ever done on this show. And and I, I, I think it delivered. But I don't think it's not as fun as uh the Zach, what was that? Whenever yeah, Zach Bond got drafted, and oh, then yeah. there was uh, so oh, Bendy. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, Bendy. Yeah, the whole Bendy thing. <laughs> that, that we got a lot of mileage out of Bendy. I feel like we're still, we're, we're still. Yeah, mileage out of Bendy. they traded up. I was, I was. Yeah, that's. I was very I'm, drunk I'm that night. Jump. I'm gonna jump. Uh, y'all, y'all keep the spaces going. You got a lot of people still listening. Hopefully, some people yeah. will uh, speak up. I got, I got a run, but uh, no, I got a hey, great, great tonight was a beautiful night. Who dat? And uh, looking forward to talking more about this. Tomorrow. Well, I gotta, I gotta eject because I got a, I got a five forty-five wake up call for Channel Four. Oh really? All right. Well, let's wrap it up. I gotta be on with Leslie Spoon tomorrow morning talking about the Saints draft. Oh my gosh! So, but everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're not a patron, please become a patron. Support Saints Happy Hour. We are the best Saints podcast. We're doing amazing things. We we got Thomas and Poland helping us out producing. You can get in the Discord, uh, talk Saints 24-7 in private. You get a podcast every freaking day. If you want to, if you join this you join the spaces and you only heard like the last 25-30 minutes, you can be a patron. I'm gonna mash it up when I get off here, and it's gonna be the first set when they picked that six when they picked at eleven and got Olave and this spaces. I'm gonna mash them up, I'm gonna put it together. Uh, patrons get that version commercial free uh, if you don't if you'd like to listen to your podcast without commercials that's a perk of being a patron so do it please support the show guys we will be back tomorrow when the Saints pick again we'll do another spaces enjoy the rest of your draft we will see you then